Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's WGC Dell Technologies Match Play. It is storylines. It is best bets. It's one and done. Joining me to break it all down, Mark Immelman is here. Mark, good to see you. Hey boys, good to be with you all. Um, I've got to be honest, I've just been watching a swing of my, a video of my daughter's golf swing, and I'm slightly somewhat enamored right now. But that's for that's for later this afternoon. Oh, I love that, Patrick McDonald here. Hello, Patrick. What's going on, gang? Uh, I'm not watching any videos of any <laughs> golf swings, but I'm reading some Ricky Fowler haters in my mention. Uh, so love it. that's always good. Always good. Uh, Kyle Porter is not only here, but he is there. Boots on the ground in Austin. Hello, Kyle. I'm here. Just got in. It's rainy, kind of cool. Uh, brought the whole fam, so it took us forever to get to get here. But uh, I'm a little rattled, Rick. I just got a question on Twitter. <laughs> Somebody said, if your, if your wife was literally on the line, and you had to choose Rory or Speed to make a six foot putt to save your life. Who would you who would you choose? And I and I, I'm I'm flummoxed. I don't know what to do. Do I get to choose what putter Rory uses? Point. It's a great segue. Do okay, so uh, one one I, person said it ma- it matters if they if they know that your life is on the line. Right. So I, I think I want I think Jordan would care more because <laughs> he cares too much about everything. So I think he would care more. So I, I think I go Jordan Speed. I, I don't know if I want Jordan caring more. Like I, I, it's <laughs> it's it's the old question of like, you know, do you want Brooke? Like if you had like a low round for your life, you kind of want Brooks doing it because he doesn't care about you at all, and that would be beneficial. <laughs> do you I know who I want. I, I, I want I want that guy who came out of the stands at the Ryder Cup and putted for a hundred dollars and drained that putt. <laughs> for sure. Whatever his name is, that's who I want. You know who I don't want right now? JT or Gary Woodland. Yikes. <laughs> Gary Woodland drive by. <laughs> that yeah, was, just, it's gonna be the only Gary Woodland mention of the show. Yeah. It's just, just that. shrapnel. Just shrapnel by Gary for Gary Woodland. I actually probably would want Rom taking it because I think Rom cares just a little enough about me, uh, but he's also like a great clutch putter. Uh, 
I don't. I think the answer for me might be neither. <laughs> yeah, it's that's. Well, who would you, Patrick? Who would you take? Uh, I think if it's like a slippery one, Spieth. But uphill, got to knock in the back of the cup, six feet up the hill. I'll I'll take Rory in that one. Do you the imagine putt, Spieth the putt matters? Leaving that short with your wife on the line. Oh yeah, I mean, God. we just saw it 17 at the Vows, Vows bar. He kind of whiffed that one. <laughs> what do you I think, think Mark? I, I, what do I think? Yeah. Um, Rory's become a really good putter, but Jordan has a will about him. So I'd go with Spieth. You might need a will if Jordan Spieth is putting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. That was so good, Rick. Everybody's staring at me in the media center. That got me good. Oh man. Um, all right. Well, Mark, as our as our resident South African, can you name two things? Give me two things that Americans just love. What do we love the most? Baseball and apple pie. Okay, those are pretty good. Patrick, what do Americans about, okay, Kyle, what do Americans love? How about burgers and brackets? Oh, perfect segue. Burgers (laughs) and brackets. That's right. A bracket challenge for the First Cup podcast is up and running. So we have a link. The link is in the description uh, where you can now join. There it is. Our bracket challenge. If you're watching on YouTube, get your phone out. Scan the code. You need a password because this is very exclusive. We're not just letting any riffraff in to this bracket challenge. You got to be a first cut fan. The password that you need is the first cut. All lowercase. I don't know if that matters or not, but the first cut and that'll get you in. And if you win, you will have all the glory of beating us in the bracket challenge. Go fill it up. Get your brackets in by Wednesday morning. This starts on Wednesday. Okay. Gents, we got to talk about the match play. Uh, Kyle, I'll throw this back to you. D- is, there an air, air, is there an air of mourning? Because this is seemingly the last match play that we have on the field for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think people are – I mean, I don't know if they're as bummed as you are. I don't know that anybody's as bummed as you are. But I, I definitely think there's a, a – I don't – not frustration, but I, I think it's a bummer. Like, Austin's great. People – love this golf course, love this sort of uh, venue and setting and everything else, but also the match play aspect. It's just, it's like, and maybe this is just a personal take. You want to be going the other way, more match play, not less of it, you know, and maybe, maybe they implement that. I hope they do because I think it's such a meaningful part of golf history and it's been the way that golf has been played forever. And there's no reason to not play it more on the PGA tour, not less. Have we gotten Patrick a reason, right? I know, I know that now we're going back to the calendar year schedule. And I know that some of the events in the fall have been vying for spots in the spring and the summer, and it makes scheduling more difficult. And we're going to have this elevated event cadence, which is going to be tough. Who knows? I know there's a lot of things, but has there been an actual reason of like, Hey, here's why we're not doing the match play. Uh, I came down to the people at Austin country club, I believe, uh, I believe the first report from golf week stated that they were looking for more money or had they like kind of changed what they wanted out of the tournament or the tournament director, but it's a WGC. So I don't really understand that part, but I believe that's why. And then with that came, it's the last instance at Austin country club. And then more and more information kind of trickled down the line. And it was like, actually, this might just be the last WGC match play because they can't 
find a new venue or uh, they might just not want to do it anymore with kind of this new business centric mindset, right? With the weekend of on Sunday, you only have those two matches going on. It might not be great for uh, corporate sponsorships in that aspect, but Scotty Scheffler talked about it uh, earlier today. He said it's his favorite event. He's a bit biased one because he's one and coming second in his two appearances. And then also he's, has that Austin connection. Uh, and he, he said, you know, if it was just a normal non-designated event, he would show up, but he's still, he wasn't really too sure if anyone else would do that, if it is to be added in the future. Yeah. So let's, let's recap here, Mark. We've got the players who seem to like it. We've got, I think the fans who like it, um, what, what, what is I understand it's hard to broadcast. I understand there's a lot of other things that are happening, but what are we missing in this equation? I honestly don't know. And I don't have any insider information I can offer. And uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, all I can speak for is me. And, and I love match play. I, I grew up as a kid playing match play. It's all we, you basically do abroad. And when you get to see the best do it, um, I think maybe if there was a real reason, if I'm sitting in a boardroom, probably the unpredictability of it, because if it's just 18 holes and there's no round robin like we've had the last few years, you could see the number one show up for a practice round in one round and then have to leave. And that's not for good for ad sales and stuff like that. So maybe there's some of that on the go, but honestly, Rick, I, I don't know. Pers personally, it's I'm sad because I, I think Austin Country Club is a great venue. I think Texas is awesome for golf. Um, match play is fun. And um, it's nice to see, you know, the David versus Goliath once in a while. And then the David knock off the Goliath from, from my point of view. Do we think, I, do we think that the NCAA board, Kyle sits in a room and says, boy, I hope it's predictable. No, they say, I hope it's chaos. I hope it's madness. I hope Princeton makes a run at it. Right. Like we, this is, this is embraceable. Yeah. I, I, I think that's an, I think that's more embraceable because Princeton is so much more of a, at least feels like so much more of a long shot than like Cam Davis. Because I think, I think people look at Cam Davis, they're like, oh yeah, he's a professional. Like there's just, there's not the same. Everybody knows they're all like good at professional golf. It doesn't seem like Princeton is good at basketball. That, I think there's some perception there, right? My, my thing, and, and I think Mark, and I think you guys are both right from the corporation standpoint. So just do like, I don't know, do the USAM thing where you play 36 holes or 54 holes and then and then knock it down to eight guys, 12 guys, whatever for the weekend. And you're going to get, a, you know, a lot of the a lot of the top players up there if you're especially if you're doing like the limited field type uh, entry point. So I think there's I think you could you could meld it. You could you could blend those two things together and still keep the. It would almost be better because I think part of the reason that people don't like match play right now is we don't often get the DJ versus John Rahm. We don't get the Rory against uh, Colin Morikawa, right? We get those sometimes, and they're awesome. That's why the Ryder Cup is awesome. Um, but, you know, I think that's part of why people maybe aren't as in tune to it as, uh, as, as we would hope they would be. I would like to now uh, make my pitch for the match play which is to just go ham and make it a major and expand it, Mark, to 128 golfers. So here's, here's the outline. We've got a lot to figure out, but here's the outline. By week before the event, 
you, we, we need a bye week or let Punta Cana stand alone or whatever. And this is a week-long major championship with 128 players, 32 groups of four, round robin, just like they do now. But instead of getting 16 seeds out, we get 32 seeds out. That happens Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Day off on Thursday. Friday, we do round of 32, round of 16. Saturday, we do round of eight, round of four. Sunday, we do championship consolation match. Rick, I'm, I, I am, I'm a soft audience for you. I'd love to see you pitch this first off to the players. I'd love to see you go into the players' meeting and go, yo, we're going to expect you here for seven days and play all these matches if you make it. I got something for them. And I got about I... $30 million in the purse for them. All right, cool. And then uh, go to uh, Ponte Vedra and say, um, you guys think you might have the fifth major. Well, no, you're becoming the sixth now because we're going to jam this one in before you. Now, it's uh, Look, I'm with you. I love match play, and that would be an awesome idea. But that's a lot of time spent, and I know there's a lot of money and stuff, but a lot of these guys, you know, they, they honestly don't need the money. They're looking for the prestige of victories, the guys, are, I think, who you're wanting to attract to the event. Rick, make, make the um, – I, I mean, I'm, I'm in. But you can make the, the pool play, the, the pods, you can make that stroke play. Sure. So that you're, so that you're pushing more of the – and, and maybe, maybe if it's like a – I don't know how you just make who's, – who's, who's in charge of making something a major? Okay, so that's my other thing. So, so to we Mark, the people. To one of Mark's points, I think the PGA Tour should do this. I think the PGA the PGA Tour should own a major championship. They do not. They do not mat. They do not control a major championship. This is their way of saying, "Hey, we've got a new major. It's the match play." They go from they go from having control of zero of the top four events in the world to having two of the biggest five with the players in the match play and they can do whatever they want with it. They can open it up to the top 100 uh, in the FedEx cup standings and then whatever other qualifications, but Kyle, like who, like if, if they woke up tomorrow and said, Hey, this is a major championship. It's not like there's a major championship committee that says, yes, it is. Or no, it isn't. We would just all eventually agree that it is. And there's five majors it, here. I, isn't that what we've done with the players, though? They've kind of tried with that, and people just matumbo it away, right? I, I don't because it's don't the same, it's, and it's not as good as the other majors. This well, is different. This, this, this is your best point. The differentiation of match play is like, hey, we and Mark mentioned this. What Mark? What was the what was the tournament in uh, at Wentworth or in in London? Uh, yeah, the world match play it used to be the the Volvo match play. It's you know I don't know what it is now. It was thirty six holes. Yeah, and, and it was it was it was interesting and great because it was different and because you had what mark eight of the top guys 16 there were, the were, were only eight and they played 36 whole yeah. matches which is which is freaking awesome right and i think i think what you could do rick i don't know that you could call it a major but i think the tour could say hey we're gonna host the biggest and best match play i mean they already do this but we're gonna host at the biggest, most important, best match play event in the world. We're going to blow it out. You could start the weekend before. We don't have to start golf weeks on a Monday. You could start it on a Saturday and go Saturday to Saturday or Sunday to Sunday or whatever. Uh, there's a lot you could you could do with that. And uh, it doesn't – it seems like they're going the other direction right now, which is, no. which is not what I want. Well, we, we still don't know what's happening in the fall, so I don't know. I, I don't know if you're lobbying for this, Rick, or if you have insider info, but 
you know, it's th these are possibilities. No one knows what's happening in the fall time now. Uh, I do not have inside info, but if they come out with a 128 person uh, match play bracket, I'll be happy and also be looking for my cut, Patrick. <laughs> At least we'll know that they're they're listening as yeah. well. Um, Let's poke some holes in it. What do we think? I don't know. Personally, I was a fan of the single elimination back in the day. I, I thought yeah, it was much better. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was so much better. Um, I think Victor Dubison should have a lifetime exemption into the event as well. Um, you know, bring it back to Dove Mountain. I love that golf course too. So I don't know. 128 seems a little steep. Um, but it kind of sounds like almost you could just replace the FedEx Cup playoffs with your thing to an extent. Yes. There, there you go. That's the, that's the meshing of the ideas. I, I, that's interesting because usually, so the other thing, the other thing, Kyle, is when, when match play ends up getting discussed in, in golf, a lot of people want it to be the tour championship, right. And have these yeah. guys play almost like a brackets, whether it's the final 16 or 32 or whatever, have that end up being the match play, which doesn't, doesn't fix the broadcast issues, but like, yeah, that would be cool to see two guys play for whatever the difference in first and second place money is going to be. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And, and I think that somebody, maybe Mark brought this up and I think it's, it's correct is, or maybe you brought it up, Rick. Um, it's hard to have a different format for your year end deal than you have throughout the season. So sprinkle it, sprinkle more of them throughout the year. Make, um, I'm just making this up, but make the Wells Fargo 36 holes of stroke play and, and, three rounds of match play or whatever like who's i i don't know who's like against that you know and may, again maybe that's not what's best for the entertainment or the corporations or whatever but i think that would be uh i think that would be fascinating and then when you get to the end you get to the playoffs when you get to the hey here's our top 50 guys here's our top whatever making the playoffs 70 guys you have some context for like, Hey, here's what match play has looked like throughout the year and let them go at it for $75 million or whatever the, the FedEx cup is. It's, it's interesting. I hope that uh, the match play in some form or fashion continues to be something we see the best in the world play. Well, I guess the jury is still out on that. The other kind of sub uh, the subplot here, Mark is, there are some guys who are looking to get themselves into the masters. Uh, Patrick tweeted this out and basically had a quote from Ricky Fowler who said, quote, we are here to basically try to get ourselves back in Augusta. And mm -hmm. according to the OWGR guru, that is Nosferatu, that is about a quarter final appearance, which would be the elite eight for Ricky Fowler. That could, uh, Oh, there we go. We've got a graphic for who needs what to get into the masters qualifying. Yeah, uh, look, it's always the conversation this time of the year. You know, you start having these deadlines to get into the Masters. And then after this week, you've got one more spot available for someone who wins the Texas Open, Valero Texas Open, just um, if they're not in the field already. So, yeah, I, I, the good news for Ricky is I think he's playing well enough. Uh, and Ricky has been a decent match player throughout his career. So, you know, maybe a quarterfinal appearance is very much on the offering. Um, but the thing about match play, and, and you, you kind of touched on it, a little um, when you talked about the Princeton versus a number one seed in March Madness. Um, this golf thing is so it's super unpredictable and you could play incredible and get pipped or you could play horribly and go through. So 
in as much as what it's kind of crazy that that is the case now where you can qualify. It's like you can skate through a few really easy matches and make it, or you could get show up against two guys that have found everything on the day and get drummed twice. So that's sort of the thing I think that makes this a little hard, but look, the beauty about it is for all these guys, they still got a chance. And, And this just that little added incentive, you know, over the top of a tournament win. And of course, a whole lot of money. The other golfers who can get in with a quarterfinal appearance, Taylor Montgomery, Denny McCarthy, Patrick, uh, I'm looking at Ricky Fowler's path here. It's it's kind of a gauntlet. So this is John Rom, the John Rom group, John Rom, Ricky Fowler, Billy Horschel, Keith Mitchell. That's just to get out of the, the group stage. And then you'd have to take on the winner of Cam Young, Sepp Straka, Corey Connors, Davis Thompson. That side feels a little bit easier than the side that he's that he's living in. Yeah, from from one kind of uh, perspective, he did get boned with the group. John Rom, Keith Mitchell, Billy Horschel is annoying to play against for sure, especially at this golf course, and then potentially Cam Young. But for me, I wonder if I, – I don't know why Ricky Fowler didn't play the Honda Classic this year. I know it would have been five straight for him, but he's played it every year that he's been on the PGA Tour except this year. Um, he's won there, obviously, in 17, was runner-up to Keith Mitchell – in 2019 and i just wonder if he had played the honda classic maybe it would have just been a round of 16 appearance this week uh hindsight is obviously 2020 looking back on it but if if making the masters really was his number one goal which i'm not saying it's not and i understand life changes he has a kid now family uh i I was I'm kind of shocked that he didn't play the Honda Classic because it could have made this week a lot easier in his path to Augusta uh, a bit more wide. Patrick, along those lines, last year, I remember going to Mexico and we were walking around the golf course checking it out uh, down there in Vedanta and the first time we'd all seen it. And I, I remember Frank Noblo making the point. He goes, so can someone tell me why Ricky Fowler isn't here? Because the field wasn't as strong. You know, the fairways were wide. He wasn't hitting it so great then. He goes, this is the perfect spot for Fowler to show up, final groove, and maybe make some inroads on the season there. Now, look, it's worked out for him well thereafter. But once or twice, there has been some odd scheduling um, decisions that not just him, but everyone sort of make. But they'll, there's always something going on behind the scenes. I would venture, because I'll be honest with you, and I wasn't even playing golf. I was whipped after uh, the, um, the, the West Coast swing. So I can imagine what these guys must have been feeling like. And then they're trying to conserve energy and and. and you know, get themselves in good playing shape for the big events in in, uh, the Arnold Palmer Invitational and, of course, the Players' Championship. This uh, this is such a great graphic, KP. So we've this is if this was the March Madness bracket, these would be like the first four out. You know, we uh, Joe Lenardi's first four out. Who's it going to be? Well, Lucas Herbert is the closest. He just got has to get out of his group. We mentioned Ricky Montgomery and Denny McCarthy. A little bit deeper for guys like Victor Perez, Adam Hadwin, Davis Riley, Nick Taylor, Davis Thompson. They all need semifinal wins. And then how about this? The only way Justin Suck can get himself into the Masters uh, this week is to get to the finals. I don't think he has to win it. Just getting there will do. Yeah, it, it is It is interesting to uh, to think about. You know, the thing I was thinking about with Fowler is, like, I, I actually like the way he's playing right now. You just got to – I mean, you said this. You got to – it's a, It's not a great situation with his crew. Um, so that's – yeah, that's tough. But, yeah, I mean, you know, this is – like, I, I love these sort of side stories during 
and and I think the PGA Tour should actually. Um, I don't know that they're incentivized to promote this more because they don't run the Masters, obviously. But I was even looking today. The Hong Kong Open is has four uh, Open Championship uh, qualifying spots, and like that's the the context of the open championship the context of the masters the us open all these different things provides great storylines and a lot of intrigue for these events that are that are not major championships so i i i hope that there's more and i say i hope we are the people that can put emphasis on this and that's exactly what we're doing right now as we talk about these guys that could get into augusta and maybe Mix it up a little bit at the Masters in April. Yeah. Hey, if there's ever if there is ever an event to get hot and get on a run, uh, this would be the one. Okay, gents, we still have a lot to do. We've got to do our best bets. We've got to do our one and done, and we're actually going to fill out a consensus bracket amongst all that. I gotta I gotta do a little tag in tag out situation. So uh, we're gonna get to that stuff on the other side. But first, we're gonna take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than seventy five percent of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only ten percent will seek out a solution. For that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between. But solving foot pain is simple. And that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back. Speaking of the Final Four, our friends over at the Ion College Basketball uh, podcast are rocking and rolling. As you can imagine, this is like three weeks of the Masters for them in, in, in our world. So you can download that wherever podcasts are found. Josh, I think we'll start with – let's do the bets first. Um, we'll do bets one and done. We'll do consensus bracket as, as well. But let's start with the the betting board here. And what we would normally do is we'd take our 100 nuggets over to Caesars and we'd allocate them in different areas. We, we mixed it up a little bit this week. We picked two different group winners and two different outright winners for this week. So, Mark, I'm going to start with you. Let's talk through your two different group winners, please. Also, I will ask for you to unmute yourself. Thank you. I was looking, you know, I looked at it and I was like, you got to unmute yourself. And then I just go ahead and talk because I get too excited for myself. But that's besides the point. Um, I was trying to make the excuse to say, well, off the top of my head, I don't have those two groups in front of me. But I'll just give you the reasons why I picked my two group winners. First off, I think there's a skill to match play. And there's a way for someone like a Jordan, you know, someone like a Jordan Spieth can get under your skin. 
And so it's with that being said that I feel like Christian Besaidnard, who's a hell of a match player, had a good uh, record at the um, at the President's Cup last year. He's played a lot of match play over in South Africa. The way he's hitting it, he's hooked up with a new golf instructor. He's hitting it better. He's always been a great putter. So I think Besaidnard, that plus 325 number was really good. And as for Jason Day, look, he's won at this venue before. His match play record throughout his life has been sensational. He's not just one here. He won at Dove Mountain, um, Patrick, and and he's been a star in the President's Cup. So Jay Day, the way he's playing, the comfort level right now, uh, when I caught up with him here recently too, he tells me he's way more comfortable on the greens. And you have to have that this week because there's humps and hollows and stuff everywhere here. So you've got to see lines and, and putt creatively, and that's what he does well. So uh, it's for those two reasons that I like those two guys. They're both good match players. They both putt well, and they're both pretty good numbers, the both of them. Jason Day, Group 9, Colin Morikawa, Jason Day, Adam Svensson, Victor Perez, Chris Jambazadenhout, Group 10, Tony Finau, Kurt Kitayama, Adrian Maronk. We did not plan this, but we have seven different groups covered between the eight of us, so that is uh, pretty strong. Patrick, I'll flip this over to you. You've opted for winners out of Group 13 and 14. Yeah, Adam Hadwin, 3-1 to one to win Group 13. That's with Sam Burns, Adam Scott, and Seamus Power. I, I think anyone could really win this group. Uh, it's really up in the air, in my opinion. And Adam Hadwin, you think about a lot of wedge shots, needing to make putts and match play. That's kind of Adam Hadwin's bread and butter. Had a T13 at the Players' Championship. Another short peak die design. Uh, and we've seen Players' Championship winners play well here. We, we think about Jason Day. Matt Kuchar has a good record here as well. Scotty Scheffler, obviously. So I like Hadwin at 3-1. to one. And then Sir Terrell Hatton. House Tyrell himself, plus 145, playing great in Florida. Uh, you know, could have won the API. Had that final nine there at the Players' Championship as well. And he's in a group with Russell Henley, Lucas Herbert, who if Herbert does make it to the round of 16, his final two stroke play rounds will be a combined plus 23 <laughs> before going into Augusta, which is pretty funny. Uh, and the final guy is Ben Griffin. I just think her, uh, Hatton's – league of his own in this group so i'll take him at plus 145 hadwin and hatton for patrick i've opted for patrick cantlay out of group four that's brian Harmon, kh lee nick taylor speaking of guys who are kind of annoying to play against patrick cantlay deliberate you're never going to get him rattled he's also very good at golf which comes in handy and then kyle uh we share the same winner out of group 15 so why don't you give everybody who we have in 15 and then go back to who you have out of 11 yeah, I've got Cam Young out of 15. Uh, he's going against Sepp Straka, Corey Connors, Davis Thompson. According to rickrungood.com, this is the easiest group to get out of. Yes. So what I did is I removed the top seeds uh, from the equation, and I looked at the other three golfers in every group. And uh, 15 is leading into this event by far the weakest group. By far. Not even close. Yeah. So – I mean, I feel like Cam Young gets – he gets forgotten about. Data Golf had this really good uh, statistic in their newsletter this week about how it basically had the, the most strokes gained of any player – cumulative strokes gained on the PGA Tour by everybody who hasn't won an event. And Tommy Fleetwood was at the top. He's gained the most strokes of anybody – I think this was ever uh, – who hasn't won an event. But Cam Young was on there, but he only has like a quarter of the of the rounds that Fleetwood has played, which is to say that he's been 
really, really good and still hasn't won. So he gets he gets a little forgotten about, a little bit lost. He's playing pretty good golf. Um, so, yeah, I like him to come out of group 15. And then I've got Sahith coming out of group 11. Matty Fitz, injury questions, uh, not playing well. Minwoo might have shot his shot at the players. I don't know if there's anything left in the tank. And then, uh, and then JJ Spawn is the fourth player in that group. What do you guys think of uh, brand new caddy on the bag for Cameron Young this week at the match play? Any insight? Any influence? Uh, so Paul Tesori leaves Webb Simpson's bag to join Cam Young. I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, Paul Tesori is like what a top two, three caddy on the PGA Tour. It's a new groove, though. You know, there's you, you've got to figure out rhythms and timing, and they're, they're that's that's that Wake Forest crew. They all know each other. They're they're comfortable enough. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying they, it'll they're... be uh, like Ted Scott esque for Scotty Scheffler, but I, th- I think it does have the potential to do that. And then I know Rex Hogger tweeted out that kind Web kind of fell on his sword there and told Paul like, "Hey, go on Cam's bag. I'm trying to play less golf here coming up, uh, and you could go on a really fun run here." No, the reason the reason why I asked because I was really considering Cam Young this week for one and done, and then I was like, ah, uh, "Look, Paul is a fantastic caddy. He truly is." But imagine the mindset he's going through right now after clubbing Webb Simpson for sixteen something years or whatever it is, <laughs> and now having to uh, club Cameron Young under pressure when he's jacked up. I mean, geez, I'd I, I'd rather go do a reading in front of Congress than than have to do that sort of thing. Yeah, no, it's, that's going to be hard. Uh, did you want to jump in there, Kyle? You're on mute. I was walking with them at the Open last year, Cam Young and Webb. I think they play a lot of practice rounds together, at least they were then, and I think that's uh, not unusual. So I don't think the transition would be crazy, but it is, I mean, going from Webb to, to Cam Young is like going from Jamie Moyer to Justin Verlander if you're a catcher. So it's going to be a little different. Nice. All right. That's a pretty good one. Okay. Uh, outrights, gent. Two outrights here. Mark, I'll start with you as well. Uh, where are you spending your outright dollars? All Texas. Uh, one guy's just playing great. I mean, honestly, to me, the best golfer in the world right now, not just on the rankings, it's Scotty Scheffler. Um, he does everything well for match play. He's reliable off the tee. He putts super. He recovers well. He's got good mojo going on. He's playing great. And then I said this last week, I've seen enough from Spieth now that I know. I, I, I know that something is on the horizon. So why not go to a place where it's going to allow him to play golf and not golf swing? You know, there's lots of undulation change around there, lots of wind. He's going to have to get creative. And, and I watched Jordan for all of his match play rounds at the President's Cup. And he was a, just an out-and-out pain in the rear end for everyone he played against. And so I feel like more of this is going to go on this week. So he might have fallen short. Uh, you know, just barely short last week. I think the run continues. Yeah, it's one thing to play with Jordan Spieth or watch him, but playing against him, oh boy, completely different uh, story. I've also opted for Scotty Shuffler at 8-1. to one. I think he's just going to dominate any golf course he plays from tee to green, and that'll give him a really great chance. And then, uh, Patrick, you and I actually share our second outright. So why don't you give the people our second outright and then your other one as well? Maximus Homa, 22 to one last three months. He is first in approach ninth in strokes gained putting in this field. That's a pretty lethal combination, especially in match play. Uh, in 2021, he actually lost in a playoff to Billy Horschel 
who went on to win. So he has a decent uh, match play record. And then Jason Day, Mark spoke glow- glowingly of him. I like him at 33 to one, two time a winner, like he said. Uh, and I just think you're going to have to put your ball this week, especially match play. He looks great on the greens. I think he'll get out of his group. Uh, and then from there, hopefully it's a final four matchup with Homa and we'll get someone in the championship. Uh, KP, put a cap on our outrights, please. Yeah, I've got uh, two just absolute nightmares to play against for, for different reasons. Patrick Cantlay and Terrell Haddon. Uh, Cantlay's a menace. Uh, just keeps coming at you. Just iron. I mean, he's, he's actually hitting the ball very, very well. He hasn't had the results, but I think they're probably coming. And then Haddon has been playing great golf. You know, played, obviously, at the end of the Players' Championship, played great at Arnold Palmer. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if he, 25 to one seemed like a good number for him and 18 to one seemed like a great number for Cantlay with the way he's hitting the ball. Yeah, it's, I, I love this event and, and, and the idea of uh, going up against Hatton or going up against Patrick Cantlay is, is obviously going to be pretty difficult. Okay. I've got Mark for a couple more minutes. So Mark, I think what we should do next is I think we should do the one and done next. I know that I, I couldn't imagine sending you out of here and not knowing what everyone else had selected for one and done. So let's, let's, uh, let's do that. I'll, I'll, I'll spare you Josh texting you the picks from later. Okay. So let's be very clear, Mark, 30, excuse me, $3.6 million, 30 was my idea, $3.6 million on the line for first place this week, an elevated event. So this board has tightened behind you. How are you feeling heading into this week? Feeling all right. It's still, there's still a whole lot of golf in front and I've got some decent ammunition in my, uh, in my holster still. So we're doing okay. I I I I heard, you know, Patrick. I heard you speak of Adam Hadwin, and that guy did me wrong last week. So, <laughs> I can't say I'm too hot on Adam Hadwin. Yeah, KP as well. So uh, so now I'm 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 feeling all right right now. All right. That well, lead. we'll we'll start from the bottom up. We'll start farthest away from you, Mark. Here, so we've got Greg at three point eight million. He has opted for Terrell Hatton, and he is a lone wolf, the only one with Terrell Hatton. We just sung. His praises. Patrick, 4.6 million. You too will be by yourself. Who is it, please? Jason Day. I did think about Hatton, and me and Greg kind of have been on the same page recently, which is not a good thing considering we're at the bottom two in the, the rankings. But I like I like Jason Day a lot this week. I think he'll get out of his uh his pod, and then I think it's Victor's group that he has to go through next. And I, I kind of like seeing a lot of Patrick Cantlay on this board. I'll just say that much. A lot of Patrick Cantlay is an understatement. Four selections of Patrick Cantlay, and they are all the middle, the meat of the standings. Kyle Porter, 5.3. Sia Najad, 6.3. The fans, 6.6. Kyle M, 6.9. So, KP, you're bunched in here with Cantlay. You guys are all either going to move up or kind of stay together here, but that's that's a meaty one. Yeah, I think – I mean, you, you should like to see a lot of anybody. It doesn't matter who it is, right, in, in match play, Patrick, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Rick tweeted this out on, what was that, Monday, Rick, how, what is it, 33% of the top, uh, is it 8 or 16 have 16. advanced? Yeah, the top So 33% seeds, yeah. of, of the top seeds have advanced in, is that ever? That's since we've gone to this format in 2015, yeah. Okay, so, so seven years. So – yeah, I think you want to see a lot of anybody, especially if you have somebody else. Um, I think the Cantlay thing, 
it's a combination of playing good golf, nightmare to play against, and also hasn't been great at the major championships. And so it's it's kind of like, uh, do I want to use him at the Masters or do I want to use him? Now, you could argue that match play is more important because it's more money, but I, I just think that was a little bit of my thinking around uh, picking him here instead of at, uh, at one of the upcoming majors. The other thing is it's a it's a pretty darn clean path. I know it's hard to get out mm-hmm. too far in front of us, but out of his group, then group 13. I mean, it's a it's a very good path to the final four um, from one of the bigger names for Patrick Cantlay. So the majority of us will roll with Cantlay. I'm I let off the gas strategically here this week. So. This is this is fascinating, <laughs> and I, I and I will. I I love Sahith this week. He's a, he's my best bet, but yeah. still, it's fascinating. Oh, I, I missed on the best bets. That's my bad. We'll circle back on those. I yes, I went with Sahith here, and I I realized. So my general strategy is foot on gas immediately and then worry about it later. And now I've started to worry about like when we get to the tour championship and I'm not, I'm going to have to play the Davis guy. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to play Davis Riley at the tour championship for like $7 million. I'm not particularly thrilled about that. So I thought, okay, where could I take a little bit of a, not a break, but a little bit of a, a chance. And I think this event with its volatility with like, there's a really good chance. None of us get out of group out of the group phase. I don't think, I don't think we get any of us got out of the group stage last year. I'd have to go back and look, but it's hard to do. And then you look at group 11. We talked about it before Matt Fitzpatrick, you know, ailing and who knows what's going on with him. Minwoo Lee, JJ spawn. Sahith is so volatile, such a, such a kind of upside birdie maker that I, I opted to use him here. We'll see. Uh, Mark. Yes, sir. That leaves just you. Nicholas says, bro, pick Sahith. What? I agree. No, I'm I'm gonna no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll defend you because I, I I I think there's some Fitzpatrick just concern there. And I think if and Sahith's been playing great. My only thing is just it's it's hard to it's tough to pick somebody who's not one of the top 16 guys for one of the top 16 events, right? For one of the, the 16 most lucrative events. So it's not as crazy as it sounds, maybe. I think I think it's a good pick. I mean, I would trade you. I'll trade. Uh, do you, if you want to trade Can't Life for Sahith, I'll trade you. No, I will not do that. I will not do that. Okay. I will be the lone wolf on Sahith. And Mark, you will be the lone wolf on who? Tommy Fleetwood. Um, and That's a good you, you guys have all kind of given the reasons already first off it's match play um and you can get out manned playing great and you can get out man playing poorly um and and then to yeah I'd, I'd, you'd like to use the best guys in the big money events and i considered xander for a while um considered cameron young as i'd mentioned but i i've just loved what tommy fleetwood's been doing lately and you can see butch Harmon's fingerprints all over him now I, I know it's not about the coach, and I know this is the coach inside of me talking, but I'll never forget Butch, and I wrote it down. He said, he said in golf teaching, there are two things. He goes, either you teach golf to people or you teach people to play golf. He said, you don't teach them golf swings. He goes, you, you don't change what they do well. He goes, you enhance what they do well. And I'm watching how he's enhanced what Tommy Fleetwood does very well. And Fleetwood's got beautiful control right now. He's driving it well. Um, I, I thought the iron game over the last few weeks has been pretty stout as well. And he's obviously got a lot of confidence. 
and belief in what he's doing. And, and with the work with Butch, he hasn't really given up his identity because that's what Butch does so well. And so this is a guy who's had a terrific Ryder Cup record. He's, he's a thorn in people's side match play-wise. He's sort of small. He seems unassuming when you get in the first tee with him, but he'll just wear you down with the way he hits. And, and he puts pretty well too. So uh, I, the match play is always a risk for me. I always used to go with Sergio Garcia or Louis Ostezen because we're good match players and they typically get out the bracket. And really, this week, I just want to get someone out the bracket, and I feel like Fleetwood um, could, as the number two seed in that bracket, come through. From the top down, Mark, 9.9 million. Tommy Fleetwood, Rick, 8.3. Sahith Tagala, Kyle M, 6.9. Patrick Cantlay, the fan, 6.6. Patrick Cantlay, Sian Ajad, 6.3. Patrick Cantlay, Kyle Porter, 5.3. Patrick Cantlay, Patrick, our Patrick, 4.6. Jason Day. Greg, 3.8, Terrell Hatton. Those are the one-and-done selections. Josh, give me the um, give me the best bets. We'll hit those real quick, and then we can uh, vibe on out of here. So I missed this in the, in the previous segment. This is the additional five bucks we get to take anywhere we want, put it on anything. I took Tom Hoagie over Aaron Wise. That is a Wednesday, day one matchup. Aaron Wise not playing very well from T to green. Patrick, uh, where did you allocate your extra 50 bucks? We're back on Adam Hadwin plus 300 to win group 13. Uh, yeah. I'm clawing my way back to the black here. And so this gets me pretty damn close to to even. So that that's really why I went with this one. Uh, Kyle Porter has been living in the black. He's been carrying us in the best bets. Where are you going, KP? Yeah, I said I had Sahith. I had Sahith in the get out of, get out of this group uh, bet from earlier. I actually had Victor Hovland to win his group. And I've got his group right here. It is Victor Hovland, Chris Kurt, Siwoo Kim, and Matt Kuchar. Hovland's playing uh, very well. I, I mean, I go back to Phoenix when we saw him out there, Rick, and you're like, I, I, this guy might not – he might retire. He's, he's, the way he's the way he is struggling with this game right now. And uh, he's been playing good golf. So I, I'm excited to see him here. And uh, I like him at plus 155 to win group eight. Yeah, the only thing that he, uh, the only thing stopped him from hitting balls in the back of the range in Phoenix was the sun as he was there every night until that sun went down. Playing much better now, much more confident in the swing. Mark, take us out on our best bets, please. Where are you headed for this one? I'm headed, uh, Patrick referenced um, Lucas Herbert's uh, performance over recent weeks. It's been disastrous to be complimentary. The guy couldn't hit the broadside <laughs> of a barn if he was trying. And um, this week, you have to be pretty precise with the iron game. And so, that's Russell Henley's calling card. Guy can putt. He's a good iron player. So I'm taking him in a head-to-head match over the Aussie Lucas Herbert. Minus 115 over Lucas Herbert. Hoagie over Wise. Hadwin to win Group 13. Victor Hovland to win Group 8 are the best bets. Mark, I'm going to get you out here. It has been Thanks, boys. an absolute you. pleasure. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Be well. Okay, follow Mark on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. We are going to go through a consensus bracket on the other side, and we are going to enter that into our bracket challenge. And the fans are going to have to stay and be ready because they're going to break some ties for us if necessary. First, we're going to take a quick break. Hear a word from our partners. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. And we're back. Okay, gents, we've never done this before. We're going to give it a crack. So we are going to try to fill out a consensus bracket. We're just going to go quickly. We'll just say it doesn't, you don't need an explanation and we will not shame you. Maybe just uh, the name that we, that we pick. If, if there is a tie, we'll ask the, uh, the fans in the chat to break the tie for us and we will see what our bracket looks like at the end. Beautiful. All right. Do we have a bracket, Josh, that we can look at? All right, here we go. Group number one, Scotty Scheffler, Tom Kim, Alex Noren, Davis Riley. Patrick, your vote. Noren. Of course he did. Uh, <laughs> I'll vote Scotty. Kyle? Sorry, I'm on mute. Uh, I'm going to go Scotty. All right, Scotty moves on. Group 16, Sung J M, Tommy Fleetwood, JT Poston, Maverick McNeely. Kyle? Uh, I'm going to go Fleetwood. I'm going Sung J. Patrick? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go Fleetwood. I don't, I don't want the fans, any of their fingerprints on this. <laughs> uh, Colin Morikawa, Jason Day, Adam Svensson, Victor Perez. I'm going Adam Svensson, Patrick. I'm going Jason Day. Kyle. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Day. All right. Jason Day moves on. Victor Hovland, Chris Kirk, Siwoo Kim, Matt Kuchar, KP. Hovland. Patrick Hovland, Rick Hovland, move him along. Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Kisner, Justin Suh, Patrick Homa, Kyle Suh. Right, I'm going Homa, so move move him along. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Shane Lowry, Taylor Montgomery, Mackenzie Hughes. There's some guys who can roll the rock here. KP, I'll go Mackenzie Hughes. Wow. Okay, uh, go ahead, Patrick. I like it. I like Hughes as well. Really? Yeah. I was going to go Jordan Spieth. All right, Hughes moves on. Sam Burns, Seamus Power, Adam Scott, Adam Hadwin. Wide open, Patrick. Uh, I I know I just said Hadwin, but I'll go with Scott now. KP? Nice. Uh, I'll go with Hadwin. All right, I'm going to go Seamus Power. So here's what we need. Uh, Put it in the the – if you're watching on YouTube right now, Throw a name in the first name that we get three of that that is going to be so it's either it's either Power, Adam Scott, Adam Hadwin. Run it in there real quick. I know I'm on like a I'm on like a 15 second delay, so it's going to take. A, uh, I've got two votes for Power, a vote for Scott, a vote for Hadwin. One more Power vote, and we get through here. Uh, there it is, James Power. 
goes through. Thanks to the fans. Patrick Cantlay, Brian Harmon, KH Lee, Nick Taylor. Uh, Okay, Cantlay moves on. Can we get to the other side of the bracket? There we go. Rory McIlroy, Keegan Bradley, Denny McCarthy, Scott Stallings. Um, Go ahead, KP. We haven't haven't talked about Rory this week. Uh, I'll go... uh, I'll go Keegan. I'll go Denny. I like Denny. Denny moves on. Wow. How about that? Putter. The putter. First in wins, baby. Terrell Hatton. Actually, by the way, uh, if you combined Keegan Bradley and, and Denny McCarthy, that'd be like the best player on planet Earth. But it's different. Of Keegan's match play record, too, is atrocious. It's a different conversation for a different day. Uh, also, yeah. Keegan takes everything way too seriously. He cares about this way too much. Hatton, Henley, Herbert, the H's, and Ben Griffin. KP. Hatton. Patrick. Hatton. Hatton. Move him on. Uh, Fitzy, Sahith, Minwoo, JJ Spawn, Patrick. I'll, I'll go with Minwoo. KP. Sahith. Never Sahith. been more sure of anything. Move, <laughs> move him on. Xander, Tom Hoagie, Aaron Wise, Cam Davis, Kyle. Uh, uh, I guess Xander. I'll go, um, I'll go Cam Davis, Patrick. Yeah, I'll lean Cam Davis. I mean, Xander couldn't get past Takumi Kanaya last year, whoever it was. <laughs> We're still holding the Takumi Kanaya loss against yeah. him. Yeah, that's the, you're you're the only one. <laughs> the North remembers. <laughs> Will Zalatoris, Ryan Fox, Harris English, Andrew Putnam, Patrick. Oh gosh, this is. Um, let's go with Putnam. I'll go with Fox, Kyle. English. All right, Fox, English, or Putnam? Get them in the chat. The first one that I see that has that has three of them will move it along. Fox, English, or Putnam? Fire it up. We'll see where we get to. <sighs> Alatoris, the seventh seed, getting a little. Uh, How about getting... Ryan Fox being the twenty-six seed? Yeah, yeah, that, that's really. I don't know. The, that's you see the live effect in this pod, kind of. Fox, Fox, English, Alatoris, English, Putnam. Alatoris is. Fox. Fox. Fox is through. One, two, they, was not an option there, James. No. <laughs> they, they, all had, they all had two votes. Wow, Fox got through by the, the skin of his teeth. Tony Finau, Kurt Kitayama, Adrian Moronk, Christian Bezadenhout, KP. Finau. Patrick. Finau. Mm. I was going to go with Kitayama. Cam Young, Sep Straka, Corey Connors, Davis Thompson. Patrick. Big Sep. Wow. Kyle. Ryder Pepper, Sep Straka. Uh, Cam Young. Cam Young. Move him along. John Rum, Billy Horschel, Keith Mitchell, or Ricky Fowler. Kyle. I want to take Fowler. This is uh, tough. This, is, this group is, is kind of nasty. Yeah. I'll, I'll go Rom. Patrick. I got to go Rom, too. All right. Move Rom along. I. Oh, that's a sweet uh, uh, round of 16 matchup. Rom and Cam Young. All right. Here we go. Back to. So now we're in the Sweet 16. Scheffler versus Tommy Fleetwood. Patrick. Scotty. Kyle. Scotty. Move him on. Uh, 
Jason Day versus Victor Hovland. Kyle. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go. That's a good one. I'll go. I'll go Day. Day's playing great golf right now. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Rick. Your boy's falling. In this Come round. on, son. <laughs> son. <laughs> Jason Day moves on. Max Homa, Mackenzie Hughes, Kyle. Homa. Patrick. Homa. Homa. Seamus Power versus Patrick Cantlay. Patrick. Uh, I'm kind of concerned about Cantlay's uh, stamina this yes, week. Yes, correct. So, I'm going to go power. Why? His back. Uh, it takes him a lot to get up and play. Uh, it's yeah. it's a whole thing. Seven. It's a whole. He. I think he wins his group. I don't think he goes much further than that. Kyle, you want the Cantlay side? Seamus Power is in his. Uh, he's like fourth in the FedEx Cup, which is hysterical to me. Uh, I'm going to go with Cantlay. <laughs> I'll take Seamus Power. I agree with Patrick. It's, there's a, it's a weird week for guys who have those regiments. Terrell, Hatton, Denny, McCarthy, KP. I mean, wh- what did you guys do here? How did we end up with What did we uh, do? Get... <laughs> Denny McCarthy coming out of that crew? What was that sound, Rick? I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I'll go, I'll go Hatton. Patrick. I mean, th- that group is – Kind of hot garbage with a sick Keegan Bradley. Um, I'm going to go Hatton too, but if Denny beats Rory, does that uh, seal a spot on Rome, on the Rome team? Jeez. Uh, how about this one? Cam Davis, Sahith Tagala. KP. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'll go with Sahith. Patrick. I I'll take Sahith. Sahith. I'll take yeah, Sahith. I think one. that's I think that's right. All right. Now here's the oh, not yet. Finau and Ryan Fox. Patrick. Finau. Tony. Tony Tone. Move him along. Uh how about this? John Rom, Cam Young. Patrick. Rom. I just trust him to make more putts. Kyle. Rom. Move him on. Elite eight. Uh Scheffler versus Jason Day. Damn. Patrick. I don't know. I feel like we're just defaulting into Scheffler winning every event. Yeah, this is not – Yeah, first of all, we're going to end up with like the one versus the two seed, and this is absolutely not going to happen. We have, way, we have way too many top seeds no, here. No, we're good. This is where we change. We go with Jason Day. Scheffler's going to have one of those days where he can't make a putt. I know he's good tee to green, but hopefully it comes this time. I'm going Day. Pa- Patrick goes Day. I'll say Day also. All right, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, Rom and Finau. I would have eliminated Finau a long time ago, so I'm going with Rom. Okay. Anybody? And can I get one more Rom to move him along? Well, I don't know. Uh, I'll go. Yeah. I'll go Rom. Didn't he lose? Yeah. Didn't he finish second here to DJ? Yes. DJ lost in 19 holes to Brooks last year in the round of 16. Max Homa, Seamus Power, Patrick. Homa. Kyle. DJ has lost on the 19th hole with Brooks this year. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Homa. Homa. Homa is like, he's playing really underrated great golf. Yeah, Homa might win the whole dang thing. Terrell Hatton, Sahith Tagala to get to the final four. KP. Sahith. 
Patrick. Gosh, this would be potentially the most animated match ever. Uh, yes. I'll go Hatton. Give you the last one. Sahith moves on. Let's go. All right, what do we got? Imagine, uh, if, imagine if they had uh, Spieth be the on-course reporter for that group. <laughs> It'd be the most animated group of humans of ever, of ever assembled. So we have the number two seed, John Rahm, the number 22 seed, Sahith, the number 24, Jason Day, the number five, Max Homa. So let's go left side. Jay Day, Max Homa. That'd be a, I, I would enjoy that. Ket, mm-hmm. Kyle, you're up. Homa. Patrick. Uh, I like Homa as well. I like Homa as well. John Rom or Sahith? Rom. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on that one. I think it has to be Rom. Now, how about this? Oh, okay. Consolation. The third place match, Jason Day, Sahith. Sahith. I'll go Day. Sahith. Come on. <laughs> Who's going to care about that more than Sahith? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> Son. To win the 2023 Dell Technologies match play, maybe the last one ever, Max Homa or John Rom Patrick, go ahead. He gets his revenge from Riviera, Max Homa. Kyle. If I pick Max, will he show up in that cowboy hat in that picture right above there? Howdy, boys. I'm going with Max. I'm going with Max as well. Max Homa wins our consensus bracket. We will – oh. Number of birdies in the championship match is the tiebreaker. Is that for both guys? So, uh, yeah, eight. sounds like it. Yeah, okay. I was going to say seven. Uh, Patrick, what, what do you think? Sure. That, that's good with me. All right, put eight in. I guess. Do seven. Seven. Do seven. Seven and a half. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll enter this in. It'll be the consensus bracket. You can join our bracket challenge. There's a link in the description, the password that you need, the first cut, all lowercase. Gentlemen, it has been an absolute pleasure – do you have anything else? And if you do, it's got to be under like 30 seconds long. Rory, new Straight. driver shaft, new putter. Longest and shortest club in his bag. Mm-hmm. Last start before it's always great to be just changing things up right before the biggest event of your year. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the new putter, it's like it's just got to work for a little bit, right? Then you can toss it aside the new putter luck. <laughs> yeah, right. the, the, honey, the honeymoon. Yeah. The new putter bump. Okay. Uh, Kyle, thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Hope you enjoy the week, buddy. Have fun out there. I will. All right. Sweet. Producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald at Amateur Status on Twitter. Kyle Porter at Kyle Porter CBS. Day by day recaps every single day. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the Men's Sunday Performance Jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. 
So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. 